0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring,
1: boring. Hey, okay, one thing
2: the game needs is more people
1: like you. You, you. you have bro man run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts, this is Daniel Bard, it's Steve there's Jared Saltalamacchia. This is Brock
2: Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball, baseball, baseball isn't boring.
1: Welcome to baseball isn't boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, there's absolutely nobody I'd rather have on in the planet right now than Dylan Cease. There you go. I mean, there you go. Dylan how are you? I'm doing well thanks for having me. Oh listen it was such a such a joy last time and I did it in the middle of the GM meetings in the courtyard. Uh, I, I'm a little frantic but we had a great conversation but that was a lot of fun. Thanks for getting Paul McBeth the Michael Jordan of disc golf on. This is I felt like I did not belong there between you and and Reese and who whose uncle's in the Smithsonian and yeah, all of it. It was it's was like the perfect storm. It was a good time. Thanks, man.
2: Yeah, definitely. Very good times.
1: So, all right. So the question is, what you, you're doing? A lot of stuff. You're building courses. You're building disc golf courses. You're reading books. You're inventing pitches. You're doing all this. Uh, you're maybe writing poems. I don't know. Let's just go down the list. Uh, spin the wheel of Dylan. I mean, this. What do you? What do you want to talk about? What are you doing? What? So, you're, let's start with. Um, let's start with building go- disc courses. Disc golf course. Um, yes. And you're so I know that the big one you just announced in Florida. Uh yep. I love talking about this with you, uh, and, and also because Dylan, I haven't been able to get out of my mind the idea of doing an event at a ballpark. If, I mean, am I, like, what am I missing here? Why aren't we doing this?
2: Well, you're not missing anything. I don't know. uh, I don't know how difficult it would be to get owners or whoever else, uh, you know, on, on with that, or if it would benefit them or, if you know, whoever, whoever the parties are, I don't know how difficult it would be to get them all on the same page, but it's, uh, it's definitely an interesting idea. I mean, I think a lot of people would, would, Love to throw from the green monster to oh. home, or you know, something like that. Uh, in terms of courses, we got a lot going on. We're we're actually releasing our uh, our lifetime memberships for the one in Florida on Friday. So I'm actually about to shoot a little like uh, video for that today at some point. Um, which uh, we're currently getting it tournament ready because the uh, the pro tour is going to be starting out their year there. They're doing an all star event and then uh, a, a big tournament following that. Uh, and for the Alabama course, that one's still a little further behind, but that should be, that should be played like playable by maybe March or April. So, uh, we haven't really decided how we're going to like market that and do the intro intro tournament or whatever we're going to do. But, uh, both of them are, uh, both of them are definitely on track and, uh, I, I can tell you, I am finding things to keep me busy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, so first of all, do you get in a bull? Do you actually get in a bulldozer? Have you have you done that? Uh now they
2: the uh I every time I've gone out there, I've been meaning to get in the skid steer, but it just never ends up happening. It just oh. feels like there's never enough time. Uh they they want to get me in the skid steer at some point, so uh I'll I'll definitely have to make that happen. All
1: right, bucket list. Before we before we move on from that, I have yeah. this was as as right before we started talking Randomly, because I love the, the so you got me hooked on the disc golf social media. Congratulations. Um, nice. So, I was looking up best courses. This, this, whatever this is, I mean, it had the best yeah. courses in each state. I don't know if you, is saw. it, is it you, disc that you're using? Hold on a second, let me check. Let me check. No, it's, it's just, uh, it's disc golf. I want to give the publicity disc golf pro tour. It's at whatever the social, okay. Account. Disc so, golf process, yeah, yeah. So I so they had the the best disc golf courses in every state. So yeah. I want to see if you know that knew them. Is this a waste of time, or would you know these? I would know probably at least a handful of them. Like All I right. would know that Boston, uh, Massachusetts would probably be Maple Hill. Ooh, let's see. In Leicester, I, I Massachusetts. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, I saw this one. Yes, Maple Hill, Maple Hill. Yeah, that's you played like the, there.
2: That's yeah, I've played. Uh, I've played one time there. Uh, I got to play with. Uh, I got to play with a popular pro there. His name's he's uh, Simon Lazad. He's from Germany. He's a, a big time player. So he kind of showed me around it a little bit.
1: All right, that was one of the ones I was going to ask. I was going to strategically ask you about these states, <laughs> uh, Ohio. Do you have, you have no one in Ohio?
2: What's what's the name of the course?
1: Echo Valley Disc Golf Course.
2: I haven't heard of that one, no. Waynes-
1: in Waynesville, all right? no, There's no shame in that. Illinois, where you collect- Illinois yeah. is probably, is it Delwood? It is not. What's, oh, yeah, what's Illinois? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's the Canyons at Delwood Park in Lock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right. Uh, so in New York, you got one in New York? I don't know New York's. Okay. New York is, hold on. I have to go through it real quick. New York, New York, New York, New York. I got New Jersey. Oh, man. I'd like can... to build one. I'd like to build one in New York. I Ooh. think that would uh, oh. I think that would do well. I'm, I'm, again, you're going to find a, there's a theme. <laughs> uh, New York. I can't find New York now. Forget it. I'll, I'll come back to New York. Um, Maryland. You got one in Maryland?
2: I've played in uh I played a course in Maryland. I don't know if it would be number one. I'm trying to think what it was called. Um, what yeah, let's hear the name and I'll see if I remember it.
1: All right. They they don't have this in alphabetical order or anything like this. So okay. I'm featuring this. So I I appreciate your patience. All right, by the yeah. way, New York, Baden Lake Disc golf course in Ransomville. Never heard of it? Yeah. No. Okay. Maryland Turkey Hill Disc golf course in La Plata. No, I haven't heard of it. All right. Uh Florida, we know the one that's got I'm not even gonna what would be the one that you're taking over? That you're, you're leapfrogging. It, uh yeah, so the, it used to oh the one that we're leapfrogging? Yeah, because your course is gonna be the best one in Florida now, is what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, more than likely. Uh I don't know the one that we're leapfrogging. It's uh what, what's it called?
1: Uh it is in Tallahassee. Tom in Brown Tallahassee. Tom Brown Park Disc golf course doesn't ring a bell. Yeah. No, no. And then uh, finally, um, Georgia, Georgia, your home state. You must I think. Well,
2: there's a couple options. I think it it because there's a there's a major event in. Uh,
1: I want to say it's in Appling, maybe. That's, that's the one. That, and it, that's the and one. This one. This has to be it because it's International Disc Golf Center. Yeah, Jackson. See, there are uh, oh, is it wr jackson yeah w. R. yeah yeah yeah
2: they uh unfortunately that course is uh having some like pine beetle or something like that issues with uh, I mean, some of the trees that? coming down who didn't so know that? Like, yeah so it's like uh the course is like, kind of getting reshaped so it's it's uh kind of an unknown uh, as to what that's going to look like
1: okay all right well i before we get to why i ask you about those states I want to get to the other things that you're doing. Books. What books are you reading? Uh,
2: I just finished one called "The Magic of Thinking Big" because I was kind of looking for uh, a little, a little inspiration, I guess. Looking for, uh, I, don't know, I guess, just a new way to think. Um, let me think. Let me think. What else I'm reading?
1: That's a, that's a good one, though. How do you find that one? I don't know. I'm, I probably i I just. You you Googled You Googled magic and thinking big. That's how you found No, it? I probably I
2: probably bought it years ago and just never read it and then it was on my shelf. I was like, you know what? Why not? Let's give it a chance.
1: Uh, are you like I have to ask, how how deep are you into it? Have you learned anything?
2: I'm pretty much towards the end. Yeah, it's it's uh it's got a lot of good information. Um Let me think what I would take away from that. I mean, the obvious would be just not to limit your thinking, but it's uh it's easier said than done, so there were there were definitely some tools and and what not given but um i it's probably one of those that needs to be read through a couple of times to really like you know i guess get a deeper meaning of some of it okay. uh yeah it's, uh it's got I've kind of been looking for books on like visualization and kind of the best ways to visualize and think about the future, and you know any anytime you can think better, it's obviously gonna be an advantage.
1: Mm, I know a perfect one, a damn near perfect game by Joe Kelly and Rob Bradford. Well, that, yeah, that one's, that one's already uh, on the list. <laughs> that was, that was the, the alternative title of that was Magic of Thinking Big, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I didn't know that's that's a pretty good one. So good for you for reading. I mean, I, I know that you said before, what was the one that you like to read all the time? I should know this. Um.
2: I don't know. I like uh, I I like reading David Goggins stuff a lot. That's it. Um,
1: That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: I've read. Uh, there's some some books from the Yogi I like that I I'll read through a bunch. Um, I tend to I tend to like nonfiction. I tend to stick to. I feel like I w- I want to learn something if I'm reading. You know. Mm.
1: No, it's good. It's good. So so that that morphs to pitches that you may have invented over the last couple okay. of months. Maybe, you know, maybe the two of these things combine the magic of thinking big, and you've started inventing pitches. I don't know. So this is, I, I saw you on Pitching Ninja. He's awesome. I love pitching. I love Rob Freeman. Pitching Ninja is great. great. Um, so talk a little bit, if you can, about, like, what you've been doing. Like, besides, you've taken the magic of thinking big and gone to wherever you worked out and started inventing pitches or reinventing yourself or... T- tell me, I mean, this is what off season special. Sh- hey Dylan, it's almost best shape of our live season, right? Almost. Yep. Best <laughs> of our life season.
2: I, I can't claim to have reinvented any pitches because really the only thing I'm, I'm doing is kind of playing around with like a mildly modified Kevin Gosman changeup, and I haven't thrown it off the mound yet. So, uh, it's really difficult for me to tell if I'll even, if it's something that'll even be usable or what the shape will be. But I've liked it out of my hand so far. It's uh but that's only been on flat ground and obviously not full effort. So um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what that's gonna end up looking like. It's not my main focus either because um I'm really more focused on just building up arm strength and making sure my spin pitches are there because that's that's more my strength. Um, other than that, I mean I'm I'm pretty much just training every day. Uh, you know, training every day and just trying to stay sane and keep keep busy and you know. Just, uh, you know, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> wind my time down until spring training starts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to stay sane. It's, hey, listen, it's it's like the evolution of life, my friend, right? Yeah. It's the evolution of life. Um, but before we get to the evolution of life, what, so when you go in and you're, and we talked a little a little bit about this last time, about how lessons you learn from last year and take yeah. it to this year, and this is again why congratulations. I'm picking you for the Cy Young again. I've already documented that, um, so don't let me down. Um, so <laughs> I don't know what league it does, but just don't let me down. Um, so what? As you you come away from last season, and you said these are the lessons I learned, and now you're actually yeah. training. How does it feel? Like do you do you feel like you are already starting to make that transfer? Do You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's early. It's early
2: in the off season in terms of throwing. Like I haven't even been off the mound yet. I don't get off the mound until the fifteenth, so I I can't say that I've really put a lot of the mechanical or whatever adjustments into work yet. Because I've only really been doing my my regular throwing. Um, I feel like I'm in a good position. I feel like I know what I'm looking to do, and. Uh, you know, that's kind of the biggest thing, but it's still, it's still pretty early in in that phase of the off season. Um, so the, I think it'll be a bigger tell when I, when I get to, uh, when I get to spring training and, uh, you know, we're doing live EPs and all that, I'm I'm really going to get to see how my stuff is playing. Uh, and I I really feel like towards the end of last year, I found a really good cue that works for me that, uh, kind of got me a little bit better feel with my body. So, i'm I'm continuing to just feel that out, and uh, I think as I build more trust with
1: that as well, that'll that'll continue to just become secondhand nature. would you say cue is that like something yeah. like when you're setting up, when you're going through emotion, like what's the what are you talking about? Uh, it's kind of like
2: a thing that I use to make my body do what it needs to do. so with pitching it's, it's not really ideal to be mechanical and you'll go through a phase or I'll go through phases where it's like, man, I just don't have a good feel of my legs. I'm going to try this, or I don't have a good feel of my upper body. And, uh, it's not a great place to be. So last year towards the end of the year, I was really not happy with, I just feel like I wasn't feeling my legs and my drive well. And, uh, I ended up finding a drill that I liked and I ended up kind of just incorporating that in my throwing. And, uh, I noticed a substantial difference in like my feel, my command, the sharpness of my pitches. And, uh, for me, that cue was just basically sending my weight back to go forward. Cause I'd been trying to get down the mound and I just, I was like, man, I, I getting down the mound right? I'll just not feel comfortable. I don't know, you know what's going on. So I kind of did like the opposite, which is, all right, I'm going to make myself go back. And, uh, ironically, that's kind of the cue that felt good for me. So that's kind of what I'm ingraining now, but I'm I'm really not super far in the process and I'm really not doing anything more than just training my focus and building my arm strength up right now.
1: Yeah. Isn't that weird? Like there's so such pitching, is so weird, man. It's like,
2: it is, it's, uh, it's <laughs> mental, definitely physical. It's, uh,
1: it's, uh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's uh, it's weird. That's for it's, sure. It's, well, we actually, so, um, Andrew Bailey, Now the Red Sox pitching coach was on with us yesterday. And one of the things he talks about, and I've heard this a lot, is pitchers prioritizing their best pitches more than, right? This has become the thing. Whereas, and I said, the narrative not too long ago, oh, you get to the major leagues, you better be ready to paint with four different pitches because these hitters can hit anything. Now it's throw the ball over the plate with your best pitch. And I don't know like how much down the road you are with that. And now, so when we were, to be honest with when we were talking about this, Dylan, we were talking about Lucas Giolito, you know, we were talking about, he's like, maybe you could prioritize that change up a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more for you. Yeah. Like when you hear that, how does that resonate for you? Yeah.
2: I don't, I don't think that's wrong by any means. Um, there's definitely sequencing definitely plays a role. You know, I mean, it's, I I can think of so many instances this year where I, I threw a slider that was pretty sharp, but too low. And, uh, I went back to it and just raised it up and I got hit because, you know, I'm showing the batter the same thing, only a little bit higher. So, in that situation, sometimes you have to be willing to pivot to kind of almost refresh it. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely not the wrong process. You know, it's, um, my, my 2022, you know, obviously the best year of my life, it was, uh, you know, I threw my slider. Probably, I don't know what the percentage is off the top of my head, but you know, probably almost 50 50 with my heater. So, um, it's, it's not a bad, it's definitely not a bad idea.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good idea, but I think the, you're, you're onto something too. I mean, you can't just keep here. Here's a straight ball down the middle, hit it.
2: Yeah. Oh, there you go. Especially, especially if you're trying to go through multiple times, you know, you got to yeah. mix in. The one thing I've really noticed is you, you've got to mix in inside fastballs at some point in the game or it's going to be difficult to go deep. Hmm. When did you learn that?
0: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month without pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without autopay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com
2: throughout the course of this year where it's like you can have success one or two times to the lineup uh, throwing it outside but then they start laying off the close slider and then you know you really kind of get pigeonholed whereas if you just show in, uh, it really doesn't
1: allow them to sit on one side of the plate. All right. Speaking of Lucas Giolito, so he, he's in yeah, a new man. place. Tell me, let's go hype, hype him up. I mean, wait, we cut this clip. It's here. You're talking to Red Sox, the Red Sox fans who are desperate for some good news. If you want to yeah, hype, I mean, him up, hype him up. Let's go. Yeah, I,
2: you know you're getting a guy that's going to make every single start. So that's thirty two, thirty three high quality starts. Uh, former All Star um really was having a great season with us obviously his second half didn't go quite as well but you know there's a lot of factors that are kind of involved with that so i expect him i expect him to be you know kind of who he was in the first half with us um he's just a good dude too so he's an easy guy to root for um he's got multiple plus pitches like i said durable consistent and uh, I, I expect him to do really great things with with the Red Sox.
1: When he's going good, you watch him, and obviously he was really good for you guys last year. When he's yeah. going good, what's the thing that says, "Oh, you know, wow"? You're like this is le- this is legit. This is why he's really good. I think
2: uh, it's a combination of of a couple things. Um, he is mixing in his changeup on his slider really well, and he's not he's not missing with those pitches. Uh, he's getting count leverage. Uh, and then his fastball his fastball, whether it's 92, 93, 94, it plays, it plays harder than his velocity is, if that makes sense. So to me, when I watch him, even when he's throwing 92, the, the hitters swing at it, like it's 96 for some reason. So his, he's got that heater that jumps on you. That doesn't have to be 98 for it to play up. He's got good ride, good spin on that. Uh, and he's just got multiple plus pitches and he, and he commands his own for the most part. So. Uh, you know, when he's when he's good, when he's going good, it's it's you know, he's gonna get deep into the game. Obviously pitching's difficult and there's always gonna be times where, you know, there may be adjustments that need to be made, but he's shown throughout his career that he's also capable of making those adjustments. So there's you know there's a reason he, he got paid what he got paid and I think we all expect a lot out of him and I think he expects a lot of, out of himself as well, which is big.
1: All right, before I see you in spring training, I, I did a podcast with a position player last week um and after i did the podcast uh one of his teammates told me a great story about how he was taking day quill during nighttime and night quill time night quill during daytime cuz he thought green men go i'm like oh why <laughs> didn't you tell me this before so it gives so so i don't miss out getting no good gilido stories I mean, it doesn't have to be anything earth shadow was that was that a gilido story no that was not a Lito story that's different uh, I, don't, I don't want I don't I, I want to get approval from the player before I I think I think it's okay. But it turned out he was like raking. Like he was having this great week. He's like, but I feel tired all the time. I feel drowsy. I feel drowsy. That's pretty funny.
2: <laughs> let me let me think if I got anything off the top of my head for you on a, a good Lucas story.
1: Yeah. Well, I can talk and talk. <laughs> I'm sorry to spring this on you.
2: No, it's, it's, I mean, there's definitely, I mean, I got a lot of just funny ones I don't know if they're like super crazy stories, but they're just, you know, I guess funny things that happened. Um,
1: I'll have to, I'll have to get back to you on that. Yeah, that's all right. Right off the top of my head. Okay. By the way, you're wearing a boar shirt, right? Right. There you go. You just got a new one. You got a new, uh, see that you got a new, um, a client or whatever. Not cl- <laughs> your client. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, uh, teammate. yeah. Yeah, Luis Robert, whereas yep. we call him Louis Robert. Um, yep, yep, yep. So there you go. All right, so I n- listed these states where the Tiscoff. All states have so you been rumored to be traded. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, I just want to prepare you in case that just happens. Just in case, yeah. I, I'm I'm here for you. <laughs> so I appreciate well, it. Yeah. <laughs> you were traded before, right? Yeah. I mean, you were young. You went through it. Um, and obviously, listen, I'm mean, not going to, Chris Getz talked about yet. yesterday, your GM, said like a lot of teams, almost every team in baseball is asking about you. Um, how does it feel differently? I mean, first of all, going back when you were traded before, was that even, you were young, were you expected or was that out of the blue? How do you find out? Did you find out at a movie theater? or How'd that happen? Uh, I mean, so I kept getting
2: scratched from my start, so. And it was around the trade deadline, so we were all kind of like joking about it. I wouldn't necessarily say it was expected, um, but I just I got a call, I think at like ten a.m. Uh, you know, basically saying, "Hey, pack up your stuff, and you're going to meet your new team down in uh, I think it was Columbia, South Carolina at the time. So, um, uh, it wasn't super expected, but at the same time, it wasn't just the complete blind side. Uh, I mean, I definitely didn't have any inside information, like. Hey, you might be a part of this or anything like that. It's kind of just you know, you get the call and it's done. So, uh, yeah, that's my experience with trade. So leaving,
1: far, in, but you know, I've talked to a ton of guys about this. It's great because a team wants you, but at the same time, you yeah. leave your, guy, your guys behind, right? The guys that you know. Yeah. It's it's not an easy thing.
2: Yeah, you're you're leaving your organization, which you make a lot of a lot of connections with, and uh, you build a lot of relationships, but. I guess it's just uh it's just one of those things that's part of the business and it's uh you know there's no point in making it harder than it than it really needs to be I would say.
1: So you you made mention of you you're getting through this off season. I don't know if you were referencing this distract but it's, it's human nature, right? I mean I don't know how much you look at the internet if you don't look at the internet, you have friends who do, you have family members who do. Yeah. <laughs> you're like yeah.
2: <laughs> like, well yeah, I mean you hear uh yeah, yeah. I think it's inevitable you hear a lot of the uh a lot of the outside noise for sure. Yeah
1: so how has that been Do you yeah sure you were traded when you were young but how's it been and you can be honest I mean you're a human being it's fine like how's this been uh it's been interesting
2: at least I mean it's I kind of take a lot of the rumors with a grain of salt because you know you never know who's saying what or why and you know I feel like a little bit of that's kind of like almost a negotiation tactic, where some teams will leak something, or some teams will say this and that and that. So, it's not really like it's not really like I'm sitting going, okay, because they said I'm getting traded to the Reds, it's going to happen. You know, I'm still kind of just I don't know. It's almost I'm almost like a fan that's just watching, like getting information the same as everybody else. Uh, and the base thing is, I'm still just kind of focusing on getting ready for the season. Uh, it, for me, it would just be nice. It'd be nice knowing like, cause I, I haven't gotten my spring training uh, housing or any of that yet because it's like, <laughs> I guess I'm just trying to wait cause I don't want to go spend X amount of money on rent somewhere. And then it, you know, it's little things like that where it's like, it would be nice to know, or at least have an, in, have an idea with it. But it's just, like I said, it's part of the game. It's uh, it's not something that's, it's not something that's keeping me up at night, but it's uh, I, I'm definitely seeing uh, a lot of the, a lot of the talk and a lot of the noise.
1: But you know, the thing is, like you said, you you are little subtle thing. I think you were talking before. You said spring training. I could tell that yeah. you wanted to say, whatever I forget Glendale, right? Yeah, but you don't know, like you don't know, and 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 that's okay because that's just a reality. Like when when the GM comes out and it openly talks about this, it, it it's a reality. Not to say it's going to yeah. happen, but it's a reality. Um, so while you're going through workouts. I mean, I don't, like, I don't know. I, I think I get the sense that you just want to, like, well, just let me know. Like, just let me know. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I mean,
2: obviously you want to know, but it, you can't, there's nothing to know until it happens. And when it does happen, you do know. So it's kind of those things where you're really just, I guess it's almost like a guessing game until it, it happens. So, uh, you know, it can, be, it can be a lot of different I guess emotional experiences, you know, it can be sad one moment. It could be exciting. It can be, you know, whatever the case may be Uh, for me. I mean, I'm, I'm always just going to try to take positives out of it. So, um, you know, and we're all speculating at this point too. I mean, I'm, I'm with the white Sox now. That's, that's where my focus is. That's, that's uh, you know, that's uh, in my mind where I, where I'm going to go now. But like you said, I mean, they can change any day now.
1: Well, like one of the things is, and I'm going to pump you up here, but one of the things is, 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 listen, like when you're talked about in these trades, you're good. Like, yeah. you're good. You've, you've landed at a place where you, where you, you've come from taking ground balls from Nick Green, hitting you fungos in Little League or whatever it is. He told me to say that, uh, to, to landing here where you're perceived as one of the best pitchers in baseball. And, um, and yeah, I mean, it's tough, but still you're good. That, this is like, this is, this should be, a, this, this should be on your LinkedIn page was <laughs> you are, you, that should be part I, of the resume, part of the resume. I mean, it was certainly, I don't know if you felt like you, there's a possibility you were getting traded the deadline. I mean, I heard your name even then.
2: Yeah, uh, I thought it was possible.
1: Did you? Yeah. 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 I mean, do they, how does that work too? And I know that it's different regime, Is there communication? You don't have to say exactly what I said, but is there communication at all?
2: Uh, I haven't personally talked with anybody I know. Scott, my agent, we all we know Scott. Uh,
1: You know, I know know he's.
2: Yeah, we all know Scott. Uh, I know he's. You know, doing a lot of the talking, communication. Uh, But yeah, I don't really have. I don't have any inside information or anything like that. No, I
1: don't. No, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about like, hey, listen just want to let you know this is a possibility and and I wouldn't even begrudge them if they didn't to be honest with you because maybe they don't want to if you stay they don't want to plant something in your head I don't know so well I guess
2: I mean publicly saying it's an option is pretty much it's like an indirect way of letting me know you know and it's like I mean I don't really like I said it's a business I don't you know that's that's a, that's a form of communication and being honest about it so Um, it's not something that I'm like, I don't hold a grudge or anything. If I'm not given, you know, down to the detail information, you know, it's, uh, not the end of the day. It really is my job. Like, um, my job is to be a perform is to perform wherever I go and, uh, you know, be a good player. That's all that really matters and all that I can control. So whatever the team wants to do with me, they, they, that's at their Liberty and they can do that. And, uh, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really change my process. By by any means.
1: Yeah. Well, like, like you said, I, I saw we actually had the press conference and I don't I, I kind of honestly, Dylan, selfishly, I like when GMs are sort of honest as much as they yeah. can. You know, yeah, absolutely. I feel like there's too much of the talking around stuff. I mean, I don't I, yeah. and, and it's important to communicate the most important thing to you, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's how I feel anyway. But yeah. the, the um so Let me ask you a bigger picture question about playing in in the major leagues. You've only played in the major leagues for the White Sox. It's it's a it's Chicago. I guess it's sort of a big market. Like what how do you and this maybe this is your observation or even your opinion about the pitching in a big market thing compared to small market to I don't know. You're a student of the game. You like to talk about it. What's your pers- is that overblown? You think the whole big market pitching a big market? Some guys handle it, some guys don't. Whatever. No, I think. I mean, I think it's definitely a
2: factor. Um, you know, there's there's a difference between there's a difference between pitching in front of two thousand people in Kansas City and then pitching in front of you know forty thousand at Dodger Stadium or whatever the uh, whatever the number is. I've personally found that I find a lot of focus and adrenaline from from the bigger spotlight. So for me, it's, it's mostly been a pleasant experience. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think the reality of it is you have to be really, you have to be really mentally I don't know strong. I mean, obviously you got to be mentally strong in general to, you know, have any success in the major leagues, but I, I picture with, with kind of the higher market teams. I mean, you really just got to be able to mentally yeah, be strong, compartmentalize things and, uh, you know, find ways to show up and do your job, even when it's, when it's not easy and, uh, just expect, you know, I, I think a big thing is going in and knowing and, and knowing that the expectations are success from day one and that there is not a big leash for failure and just accepting that, you know, and not, not, not letting that be something that, is a burden, but just letting that be a reality and, and using it as fuel and, and helping, helping with focus, basically.
1: It is so true. Like the whole thing, like everyone focuses so much on the amount of media is in a club. out. That's not what it's about. It really isn't. Because if you're accountable, yeah, I can tell you, it doesn't make a difference where you're playing. If you're accountable, that's the one, if I'm doing rookie develop rookie training, just be accountable. It's more yeah. about when you get on the mound and you're in the, the adrenaline lower the heart rate Ricky Bobby moment. It's like do you like that? Do you do you perform? Like I had um a well uh, uh I'll just say it like Mike Clevenger, He was I found out yesterday he want one of the places he wanted to play in Boston. Okay. One of the reasons he wants to play there is because he because the the it's a lot of people care, right? All right. There you go. Some guys don't yep. want to play, right? Yep. So, yeah, I mean, so, I, I mean, I would imagine, I, I don't like if everyone likes to play in front of more people, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm rambling. I mean, it's, uh, I personally like having that
2: adrenaline in that, that, uh, uh, let me think of the right word. It's not nervousness, but it's, uh, you know, things are just heightened. It, it It's, you, you have that atmosphere and it's definitely something that can be that you can feed off of for sure. Have you ever been nervous? Yeah. All the time. Really? Yeah. When you
1: get in front of your team and read your poem.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. some Yeah. Having to talk on the bus or, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was more, I, I mean, I was certainly nervous for that, but cause I thought they were, I thought they were messing with me because, uh, you know, it's like I kind of just read it. I don't remember who I read it to and like, Hey, that's pretty good. And I was like, no, I, I know if I read this in front of everybody, somebody's going to think it's really silly. I mean, it was kind of silly, you know. It's a poem, but uh, I ended up having it ended up being pretty well received, thankfully. I,
1: how can uh, honestly? I mean, I'm not a judge of poetry, but anybody who has read that poem, I wish I had the bug, page, whatever. It is, it is so good, it's so good. I, I do think it's solid.
2: I think at some point I, I need to break down. I like, the fact I like about it is every single line is actually really relevant to my slider or my life in some way, which is like, I guess that's what poetry is, you know? So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with that poem. It's definitely, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely not bad. You know what it's the,
1: be, the best, you know what the best line in it is? After the end of a good fight, you deserve a nice cold reward.
2: The, I the, mean, there's a couple that stick out the bride, your execution can earn you bride. It's true. I, I mean, it's, is it, is there anything, is there anything in my poem that is not accurate?
1: No, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's, it's because even, yeah.
2: we go to the last line where it's uh check swing and the ump is wrong. It's because the pitcher is going to think the ump is wrong and the hitter is going to think the ump is wrong. So no matter what the empire is wrong, is there anything? I mean, that's, that's a fact. That's what happens.
1: I don't think I asked you how long did it take to do that? The poem,
2: two minutes. No. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. It's Good. sort of like it kind of just poured out of me. Like it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't something that I. I don't think. I don't think poetry could be something that you you sit and analytically think about and make it happen. It's almost got to be like. I feel like it's almost got to be from kind of just off the top of your head like something that's i I don't know if outpouring is the right word but it's almost something that just kind of happens i think
1: well i mean there's an element of rhythm and the rhyme and and i mean what it tells me is that you've read poems before and you're because maybe Mm, not not really okay well you've read (laughs) i read i think uh i honestly
2: just think that's how my mind works like it's. I'm able to just turn my mind on in a way that is able to do that. If that makes sense,
1: it does here's a cliche question? Okay. You look at a poem. This is what, it's maybe the stupidest <laughs> or the best question you ever heard. Okay. When you look at sort of when you're going through a game and you're pitching, you like you said, this is how my mind works. I'm organizing it. Yeah. You're, you're pitching. Does it sometimes feel like that that you like you're writing a poem? While I'm pitching, yeah, like, 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 no. sometimes the organization of it is just fitting. Against no, du- <laughs> I, I
2: would say. I mean, honestly, there isn't usually a whole lot of thinking when it comes to pitching. I think pitching is just more focused than anything. Okay,
1: all right, that's fair. Whereas, yeah, yeah it's, poetry is kind of
2: like a poetry is, I feel like it's kind of just a level of thinking and a level of expression maybe even emotional expression i suppose it's 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 expression basically And i guess pitching is sort of like a bodily athletic expression but it's it's uh not quite the same okay in my experience
1: you you kind of saved me from my stupid question so i, I appreciate that um, No, nah. i i felt like it had the potential i had to shoot my shot yeah,
2: I, I know what you're getting at yes yeah. people like People like to connect the dots as much as they can. So oh, I know. Well, to,
1: you know. it's but but honestly, for me, it was more about how your mind works. Like, it, no, I could never write a poem in two minutes. I couldn't write a poem in two decades. So, so it's yeah. I mean, it's, that's how your mind works. Go. Uh, I wrote one for the
2: pitching ninja. So if you watch that video, go check it out. Oh, yeah. Did you? Can you I write don't one? know. It's uh, I'm not quite as excited about it as I was about Oh Slider Slide because. Oh, slider slide was just a, uh, I don't know, it just, it like happened, you know, I wasn't forcing it. I literally just came on and I wrote it down where that one was like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm going to write, they want me to write something for, for it. So I'm going to take the time to actually try mm-hmm. and, and, but it's okay. I think it's a solid one, but it's not my best.
1: Can you write one for baseball's and boring? And I wouldn't ask that unless I honestly felt like you could write a good one for baseball's. What boring. uh
2: what do you want it to be like?
1: Well, so here's here's the thing, Dylan. Is that I I don't know if I have We've asked a ton of guys. Like I go up to them, I say why isn't baseball boring? Right? Okay. Done for almost 2 years now. And okay. and I've gotten like yeah, there are some common themes, but so many different answers. So many different answers. And so like, right. that's why I asked, I say, well, it might lead to a good poem. You know, so...
2: Oh, so you want, you want an answer as to why baseball isn't boring.
1: Oh, just like an explanation. You know, like um, right. like Joe in, Joe, in the book, it says, you know, baseball's like a combination of ballet, chess, and cannon fire, or something like that, right? It's true. It's true. I, I just gave you a line for the poem. Uh, so I don't know. It feels, feels like it might be like, I'm not, I wouldn't just, I wouldn't just suggest it if it wasn't something I thought would make a good poem. I think it might make a good poem.
2: Okay. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll at least give it a, uh, I'll give you, I'll give you something.
1: All right. All right. And the last thing is Dylan, I, I promise to you that wherever you are, wherever you are, Besides voting for you, I don't I, I can't promise besides picking you for Cy Young. Okay. Wherever you are, I am going to contact the home stadium and I will try to make a disc golf tournament, tournament as long as you support me in my my efforts, as long as we can co co do it or whatever it is. Okay, that's fair. I think it's natural. So anyway. that's fair.